Hi, everyone. May peace be on you all. And welcome to another episode of I'm a Muslim and That's Okay. And I am back with another Gift of the Gab with an episode that, you know, un- until recently, I had, it had never occurred to me that how big of a problem this is. And I'm going to be talking about bone marrow donation and very specifically how that is so difficult for people who are minorities because... And again, I did not know this. You needed to have a a genetic bone marrow match to be able to receive bone marrow donation. And when there are not enough donors from the same ethnic background as you or similar, it becomes so incredibly hard. And my guest that I have discussing this with me is Saira Sufi, one of the few people that I've actually met in real life and I like, you know, (laughs) Being the introvert, you know, we don't like a lot of people in real life. But thank you so much for being here, Saira. Um, please tell us about yourself. Thank you, Shayla. Asalaamu Alaikum. Um, and yes, we have met and I like you as well. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit about me. Uh, born and raised in Topeka, Kansas. Moved out to uh, the D.C. area in 2001. Um mm-hmm. Worked Capitol Hill, corporate, nonprofit. My son, Hadi, was diagnosed with aplastic anemia in September of 2017, which is a bone marrow failure disease. Went through two bone marrow transplants um, from the same donor and unfortunately uh, returned to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in October of 2018. And through the journey, um, making sure that we let people know the need for people to get on the registry. The National Bone Marrow Registry, also known as Be The Match, um, and specifically in regards to, as you said, Shayla, with ethnicities, um, mm-hmm. the minority population, we need to have more people on so they have more likelihood of finding a full related match. Alhamdulillah, Hadi did have many matches, um, but... Allah had other plans for him, but we all know, including his twin brother, Zachariah, that he wants us to continue to to fight this fight to make sure we have people on the registry. For sure. But again, for anybody who listens in, it's, it's just like this is every parent's worst nightmare yes. to have a child with such a rare disease. I mean, I was searching it up and yeah, I mean... This is one of those things like, oh, wow, this is not common at all. But uh, the thing is, the only two prognosis for treatment are A, either you get a bone marrow match and B, or you go through immunosuppressant therapy, as we had been discussing earlier. Of course, the very first like step should be that bone marrow transplant because with that, the chances are higher for your body to be able to make more like bone marrow on its own after you get the right uh, match. But again, for those who can't see us and we're listening to this, you're of Pakistani descent just like me, yes. right? Um, and for us, having people on the registry is very unlikely. And you had mentioned when we were talking before that, again, the first the first person that they sort of try to match up with is relatives, siblings, mother, father. What was the issue with that? So Zachariah is a twin, right? Hadi and Zakia right. are twins. And you know, there was a hope, a strong mm-hmm. hope that they would be matches. Right. 
Zakaria, as well as um, Hadi's father and me. Hadi's father is of Indian background, Pakistani, mm. South Asian, and we were all half matches. Um, and so the research is out there of figuring out there are people who have had half matches and, and have been successful. But the hope is, is that we have people who are full matches or right. who are able to um, give the same bone marrow type for right. these these folks. Right, right. And that's that's the complicated part about it, that none of you were full matches. And grace of God, y'all still found uh, like full matches for Hadi. But even then, um, if I could ask, how old was he at that time? So he was diagnosed at six, passed at seven. Oh, wow. He was very small. Yeah. And you had told us, told me actually, that, you know, he had already been through so much treatment. And I know this is hard. If you could relate some of that, I think, again, most people don't really understand how difficult this is, especially for a child that small. So, yes, obviously it's difficult, but Hadi had a rare disease and, and Hadi mm. was unbelievably rare in his own self, even without oh, such an amazing and courageous and brave child. Um, he was a favorite of the nurses and the doctors. Aww. But with immunotherapy of just watching your child go through the shakes and... Mm being cold you know I fevers are very tough for me now um that you know obviously mm -hmm. is when his body wasn't able to fight off whatever was going on it was a fever and mm -hmm. so you watch your child get poked and prodded and CT mm -hmm. scans and it sucks um and oh, yeah your faith is is questioned is tested mm -hmm. Hadi was oh wait you know he, as well as Zakaria, are my, are my rocks, right? Um, mm. Adi would always say, Mommy, dua. Because he saw me get frustrated, right? You're, as, a, mm. as a medical mom, you get very frustrated. You want everything. You never want right. to see your kid in pain. Mm -hmm. And he would see me get frustrated with the doctors. Um, but he would mm. always bring me back, right? Of, okay. Um, and so, yes, very, very tough. And the end of the day, yes, I want everyone to join the registry and I want, I want there to be more chances for folks to get bone marrow transplants. Uh, I also want to right. cure, obviously, for aplastic right. anemia and all bone marrow failure because it is a very tough journey. No doubt about it, especially, and that, that's the thing. I think as parents, you don't care what happens to you but you don't ever, ever want to see your kid that way. And just to keep it put into context, we do have bone marrow registries out there, um, but I was going through a little bit of research. If you're a white person, your chance of finding a match is about 77%, which is pretty high, but it gets progressively lower for people who are Indian and Alaskan native. It's about 57%. Asian Pacific Islanders, it's 41%. And Hispanic or Latino patients is about 46%. So you, for everybody who can hear this, you can see that the stats go much lower with different ethnic diversities. And the other problem is if you were of mixed race, the, the likelihood decreases significantly as well. People of mixed heritages, they cannot find matches. 
that's why you do what you do with find the match trying to you know bring awareness and all of these things because it's so hard for people of diverse ethnicities of ethnic minorities to be able to find matches but you know from your own experience how integral it is to be able to find matches as quickly as possible yes it's very well said and you know in, in doing the research um with those numbers of figuring out exactly why, why is it that we don't have more people on the registry, mm -hmm. whether it is South Asians, um, African Americans, there's a lot of different thoughts when it comes to, to bone marrow donation uh, and mm -hmm. the research. You know, I had an amazing group of friends who made sure to get people on the registry. But some of the comments you hear are, is it Islamic, right? Mm -hmm. Or is it going to be painful? And just explaining to people the fact of the matter of, yes, it is allowed um, Islamically. Right. In addition, you know, a lot of people are there. They have these preconceived notions of what a transplant or a bone marrow donation process would be like, which right. in actuality, it's very similar to having your blood drawn uh, or giving, mm -hmm. giving blood. And so it's, you know, most of the time it's literally just going and getting, you know, getting peripherally on rather than through the hip, which a lot of people, because that is how it, it was used to be done. Right. But just getting more people to be aware of the process. And I can, I've, I've been on both sides, right? Of mm -hmm. In addition to bone marrow, you know, getting on the registry, donate blood, right? I've been mm -hmm. on both sides and seeing and platelets, the importance and how grateful we are for those people who donate of course of course it's it's just that um i think there's a lot more people who donate blood um and again this is it's an essential need in the medical uh, medical field because everybody needs blood and there's far less complications when it comes to blood matching if you're same blood blood group universal donor that's great you're not barring any like health conditions that would you know prevent you from being able to donate your blood it's pretty straightforward i had just had a conversation with somebody and they were like when i told them that i was going to have do this interview they were like oh i didn't know that it was so complicated to find a bone marrow match i thought it was the same as blood you could just take it from anybody i was like sorry no this is not how this works unfortunately <laughs> Um, so if you could, like, um, we've, you know, covered that it's so important to be for, especially for eth ethnic minorities to be able to get on the registry. Um, how do we do that? What's the process of doing that? So there's a few different, you know, the national, uh, marrow donor program is mm -hmm. be the match. That's what it is. You know, if you go right. to be the match.org, you register, you get a swab mm -hmm. kit in the mail, um, you literally swap and send it mm. back in and you're on the registry. There are a few, oh, wow. few different um, age restrictions and that sort, but it is a very simple process. And, you know, we are going out, you know, I work very closely with Be The Match. Um, mm. And hopefully now that we're, I believe, out of the pandemic somewhat, of getting more in-person events where we can swab people and send it directly. Mm -hmm. um, there's many ways. It's very simple. Um, and I mean, it's like a 23andMe, Sarah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> literally, 
literally very simple. You put it in the, you get it back and, um, you know, you have to make sure that your contact information is up to date. So right. the folks can call you. Um, and then it is a process, you know, then you get set up of, with a, a process, um, a donor center and, and go right. through that. But getting on the registry just to be able to, I was on that side. I sat mm -hmm. in the doctor's office and literally like tensed up waiting for the doctor to tell me I was under the assumption there would be no matches. And what was, oh. what were my next steps? Right, I asked right. her to repeat it maybe 10 times. How many matches does he have? And I don't believe that I haven't met his donor. Um, and I right. hope to, I, I right. do hope to. Um, I actually don't know if she's of South Asian descent, but the point mm. is there's an ethnic minority there and somehow right. there was a match. And so being able to say that to a patient, to a parent, or right. even an adult, right. you have a match. But, but here's the thing, Syra. I mean, I don't even know how to say this, but unfortunately you got lucky mm -hmm. in that sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it shouldn't be that way that you're thinking that it's never going to work out, but it did work out. Uh, but for a lot of people, especially who require bone marrow, they might not get the same kind of news because of this being such a prevalent problem. There are not enough people registered in the bone marrow registry, especially of ethnic minorities. And I'm so glad you're here with me to let us know, like, this is such a simple process and it literally does save people's lives. Yes. And the, the thing is, it's not exactly about the outcome. A lot of people might look and say, but, you know, it didn't work out. Yeah. But no, that's not it. It's not. Um, I think with that being said, and I, you know, to his donor, mm -hmm. while, while Javi returned to our creator, she allowed us to have a little bit more time with him of course and that's why and you know be the match from the beginning has said we understand Syrah if you want to step away but that's not mm. what Hadi would have wanted and it's not right. like his twin brother it's and I see it now and just seeing the success stories particularly obviously of aplastic anemia kids who are mm. able to continue um and there's a reason, right? I, mm -hmm. Alyssa Benawatala said for, you know, often we don't understand his plan. We're not meant right. to. But I do know that this is a part of, and of course, I've had my moments of, I, it's, it's, it's hard. It's difficult to think of back, to think back of the pokes and all of that, of what we went through. But right. at the same time of how many, that little small child who, uh, you know, his name means guide. And mm -hmm. that's what he has been. And I think we'll not think, I know he will continue to be for, for me as well as others. Mm -hmm. Again, he was a special little boy and he's still your baby. Oh, okay. He, you're still a mama twins. I am. It's just that um, he was there for a brief moment to bring joy and light. And in his legacy, he's left behind a mom and a brother who will do anything to keep his legacy alive. Yes. So, I mean, I don't think there is any better legacy for anybody but that. And I, I mean, it's easy for me to say, and I can 
I nobody can imagine what y'all have been through. But in the end, what matters is is that he brought hope, not just to you guys, but to now all all the other people that you fight and advocate for. And that's why we're here. Yeah. So that more people can provide help and means for other people to live life better. So I mean again, yeah. I think you're one of the bravest people to be able to share all of this okay like no I appreciate you bringing me on it's um yeah as I said you know you go through moments I think with grief as well mm -hmm. go through waves and there are times where I it's very difficult always difficult to discuss always difficult I I cannot imagine anytime not being difficult um and I I've done episodes on grief as well grief is is never never linear it never is and nope. it's people say that it gets better with time i don't know about that either so it's different. <laughs> it's, it's different and you um I, I believe you know in this process of learning the different tools to to handle grief right right but i mean i think if i had to ask my last question how has it been for zakaria i can only imagine uh, zucko my zucko I um I put Zachariah in therapy pretty early on, um, yeah. and those who know my son, both Hadi and Zachariah, old souls. Mm -hmm. Zachariah is a talker, <laughs> such a talker, <laughs> um, and which Alhamdulillah has been. He has been my rock, and I'd like to believe vice versa. What we do constantly, and what I've done from the beginning, is. I ask two questions almost daily of what are you grateful for mm. and what is a memory of Hadi? Mm -hmm. And in, in talking to him of realizing that while I am his parent, he is teaching me just as much as I am to him. Oh, I'd wow. like to think, and this, you know, we've worked hard at raising money for Be The Match, as well as the Aplastic Anemia Foundation, which I'm part of the board. And Zakria has come up with incredible ideas. And so I'm not going to say that he doesn't have his moments. Of course. But I know that he can vocalize them to me, and that means mm. the world to me. Um, and just listening to him talk about the the memories, right? And Man, those two were goofy little kids. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's, I think a lot of people, you know, it, it's hand in hand, right? Like, right. he wants to join the registry. He's, I'm not 18, I can't. But he's definitely making sure other people can and mm -hmm. spreading, spreading knowledge about bone marrow failure. And um, Javi will, he's a twin, right? Javi's always with him. Right and right. just watching him grow we all are given our tests and of course his faith is quite strong and alhamdulillah he teaches me as well stronger than most people for you and for zakaria <laughs> i would i would i i personally i guess myself as well and other people would have crumbled for less <laughs> so i mean yeah. Allah gives you strength and, and i have crumbled and i've I've turned to people and had the support um, and mm. acknowledging that vulnerability is uh, has also been part of the journey. Of course, of course. 
Before I let you go, Syrah, you have to tell me what are the organizations you're advocating for. I will put the links in the show notes and they will see, be able to see it on the screen and tell everybody where they can find you and your blog about your journey. Thank you, Shayla. Uh, so bethematch.org. Um, there's also the Aplastic Anemia and MDS Foundation, which I said as I'm part of the board. In addition, I started my own nonprofit in honor of my son, oh, wow. Team Waitians. Um, and it's a combination of knowledge about aplastic anemia and bone marrow failure, but in addition, raising funds for different community organizations that I know Javi would have wanted us to support. I also work mm-hmm. for a nonprofit, and one of Javi's favorite things to do was make bagged lunches for our emergency shelter. Oh, so, wow. alhamdulillah, through, you know, in honor of him, I've been able to support clients at the shelter. And so those those are the three that I continue, you know, to support and mm-hmm. put my my efforts behind. That's absolutely amazing, Sarah. I, again, everybody can see it on the screen. I'll put the links in the show notes. Thank you again so much, Sarah, for sharing all of this to everybody who's listening. Thank Please you. register yourself as a bone marrow donor, especially if you're of mixed heritage and if you're of an ethnic minority we need the bone marrows okay it can help it can make a huge impact for people who are desperate for treatment and solutions and help for themselves or their loved ones please if there's anything you can do please go to be get a kit where you can become a part of the bone marrow registry it is so important you will be saving lives Again, thank you so much, Sarah. And thank you to everybody who's listened in and watched us on YouTube. Y'all take care of yourself and may peace be on you all. Thank you so much for tuning in to I'm a Muslim and That's Okay. And if you wish to follow my social media for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. All the links to those are in the show notes. And if you are on Apple or on Spotify or on Podchaser, please do give my podcast a five-star rating. It really does help get me, you know, in the public eye. And if you wish to donate to support the podcast, you can do so through the PayPal link in my show notes as well. Take care.